Good evening, evening, my friends. Well, I was going to say it was a mixture of a whole bunch of other stuff in my mouth. Good evening, my friends. How are you? You seem a little far apart, huh? Do I? No, maybe. Maybe while you're talking, I'll move it over or do something. There you go. Hey, how you guys doing? Make sure you comment. Let us know where you're watching from. If you have any comments about the devotional that we're reading or any of the scripture. And we love answering the comments. Yes. Oh, we had a great time the other day. We must have had 30, 40 something comments coming in like yeah. wildfire. And it was so, so good. It adds to the show. Yes. We love we it. We learn a lot. Yes. We are learning just like you. We are by no means um experts yeah <laughs> we are just two average people trying to follow jesus you know what the good news is i know a little bit more than i did yesterday yes but does this what is the expression either hmm. we're getting closer to god or closer to satan that yeah well. every day <laughs> <laughs> and we're reading from smith wigglesworth devotional for march 31st uh and it is entitled be satisfied sounds like a Beatles song no Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones. song. <laughs> I was like, it's Beatles. <laughs> Sorry. Not I had my the, generation. The, the, right, the right country, just the wrong band. All right. Be, be satisfied. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the reference is John uh, 737, which says, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. The scripture reading is John 737 through 812. Smith says, Most of us have been water have seen water baptism in action so often that we know what it means. But I want you to see that God's very great desire is for you to be covered with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He wants you to be so immersed with the light and revelation of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, that your whole body will be not only fulfilled, but also covered over until you walk in the presence of the power of God. Mm, Jesus saw all the people at the Feast of Tabernacles, and he not only had a great ability to scrutinize, to unfold the inward thoughts and intents of the heart, but he also saw things at a glance. He took in a situation in just a moment's time. We must not forget that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was lovely because he was full of the divine inflow of the life of God. Think about that for a second. Mm. He was lovely. Lovely. Oh. Look at how we, he dealt with the situation. He saw the people who had been at Jerusalem at the feast and they were coming back dissatisfied. My Lord could never be satisfied when somebody, when anybody was dissatisfied. Nowhere in scripture is it recorded that you should be famished, naked, full of discord, full of evil, full of disorder, full of sensuality, or full of carnality. Nope. That was what was taking place at the feast, and they came away hungrier than they were before. Jesus saw them like that, and he said, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Come to me, you who are thirsty, and I will give you drink. Oh, the master could give. The master had it to give. Beloved, he is here to give, and I am sure he will give. Yes, the heavy hand of God is full of mercy. The two-edged sword is full of divinity, uh, full of dividing. I don't know I want to say divinity every time. Dividing. His quickening spirit puts to death everything that needs to die so that he might transform you by the resurrection of his life. The thought for today the death of Christ brings forth the life of Christ. Now that's 
Beep. That's really good right there. Ho. Ho. I didn't know Jesus said ho. <laughs> no, me either. Um, so, um, first of all, I need to know what the Feast of the Tabernacles is. Do we know what that is? So, yes. It's oh. one of the Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. It happens in autumn and in the fall. Yeah. We don't use the word autumn here, do we? Uh, but some yes. people do. And it is it is a feast where it commemorates the 40 years they spent in the wilderness. And I would presume Sorry. it's a feast. It it is a celebration of them actually leaving the, mm-hmm. the wilderness, but you never know. But the interesting thing is, and I'm gonna tie this to this what I've uh I got from the Lord in, in Bible study, that it was they would come with water and it was supposed to commemorate, uh, symbolize the water that's gathered from rain and prosperity mm. and, and being able to have a harvest. And so they would drink a lot and eat a lot. And it, it, what Smith is saying here, what Jesus says, come to me for living water is that you guys are feasting on like water and food and having these kind of ridiculous ceremonies that do nothing. Mm. They don't bring life. Like come to me and get life because after the feast, all you do is have a stomachache. Right. You know what I mean? Like you get, you're monkey in, monkey out. You gain nothing from that experience. And I, I, I'm doing a Bible study on Ezekiel, and the Lord is, it, it called to mind the scripture, um, also in Jeremiah, where the Lord's kind of like your, your sacrifices and your offerings. Do you think I care about your burnt offerings or the mm-hmm. sacrifices that you make? They matter nothing to me. What I what matters is your obedience to my law. And it's actually very powerful scripture. And the analogy that came to my heart was God wants the same thing from us. And in the example for us, for them, it was we think, oh wow, like it seems so silly. They would sacrifice a goat or a sheep and they would offer it. And then they had all these rituals, but we also have rituals. Even though we're in regular Christian churches, we're not in Catholic churches for the most part. Yep. Our rituals are we have life group and we go to church on Sunday and we do Bible study. We sit in the front know, row. We sit in the front row. But God's like, <laughs> are you growing? You know what I right. mean? Like, are you are you becoming full of the spirit? Are you actually Christ-like by attending? Or are you just doing these as these sacrifices and offerings to me? Because they matter nothing to me. Your sacrifices and your offerings matter nothing to me if you are not obeying my commandments. Or that's what we need to ask ourselves. I say, or what you know, the the going to those things was how men were getting out of their houses. Oh, to be with okay. to be with men, like, men like, like i was going to men's breakfast i was going to thursday bible study i was going to saturday <laughs> men's <your> barbecue <laughs> i was going to catalina island for a retreat oh i mean i i mean i was busy <laughs> busy 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 <laughs> not a lot of god going on but I, but I was getting out of the house oh nice. this is a different house this one this, not this house, not this house. no no, I, I hate leaving this house. I want to read you some of the scripture, Jeremiah yep. 7, 22, 23. For in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, I did not speak to your fathers or command them concerning burnt offering and sacrifices. But this I command, I but this command I gave them, obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk all the way that I command you that it may be well with you. Another one, Amos 5, 21 to 24. I hate 
God doesn't use hate that often. Mm. I hate, I despise your feasts, and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. Mm. That is no less applicable today than it is back then. Don't sing me your silly songs and offer your, (laughs) oh, Lord, I love you. (laughs) If you are not obeying my commandments, if you're not walking in righteousness, if your life does not represent Christ, I'm speaking as much to you folks as I'm speaking to myself. (laughs) Um, Then it's just, it's just rituals. Yeah. Which God is saying, I hate them. Yep. I did that for 25 years. <laughs> Walked, wandered around the church oh. saying I was a Christian. Oh boy. Hooked on Jesus is so happy that we got rid of the countdown clock. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thanks, Hooked on Jesus, for <laughs> being so annoying. That was. <laughs> he asked me the other day, why aren't you playing that anymore? I goes, because we're over it. We need to be done with We've it. Grown. Hey, real quick, before I go through the rest of the comments, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you're going to find um, all of our content and where to follow us on social media, I'm assuming, yes. is on there. <laughs> all of it. Our so YouTube channel, Facebook. Yes, it's all on Instagram. there. Instagram. All right, cool. Uh, I got a little behind on the comments. After I asked for them, we didn't go back to see what they were saying. But uh, Nicole says, good evening. It is, uh, wow. It's, Nicole Schmoll. I know, but it's good evening. My friends. My friends. Those spaces. Uh, LOL. Is that, that what you were trying, trying to say? Because remember you. Oh, were oh, Nicole was making a funny. <laughs> that was good. Now that I think about it, that was actually really good. She's so sharp. Yeah. Go through faster. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the ministry name. Thank you. Nicole. I want to have a discussion about each one of the comments. <laughs> it's going to go. It's going to take a long time. No, go ahead. Uh, one of my one favorites. One of my favorites. Yay. He is the living water. Amen. Oh, our friend Kate watching from Australia. Hey, Kate. No, I love that. Hi, Kate. Um, and then uh, Nicole's asking Bible study online. No, I actually sit in a room with physical people. It's so exciting. I think she was wondering if she would do it that way, she could join. I know, but oh. I, I wanted to let her know that it's really nice to <laughs> sit is. with the actual people in a room and like eat like little cookies and snacks and drink tea. Why don't you FaceTime live with uh, Nicole while you're there? We have some people on Zoom. You're welcome to join by Zoom. Oh, we do. And she twirls the computer around so they can see what's going on. Twirls it around. How is it? How hard is it to see she when they're twirling? On, she put it on a lazy Susan oh. so that she could turn. Oh, like, feel like they're that. participating. Like how good that is. Amen. We are nothing but filthy rags. Yes. Wretched sinners saved by grace. Mm. <sighs> hooked on Jesus. Okay. What else did he hooked on Jesus say? God is not interested in religion. He wants a personal relationship right. with the heart of a believer. Amen. Oh, I'm sorry. That's like some type of racist thing. Is it? I, I think so. I was just saying, okay. I swear I wasn't doing whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, professing with your mouth and still in your flesh. Yes. I got schooled today by the associate pastor at, um, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills and when I was waiting to become an official volunteer mm. and one of them was the 
issues of carnal Christians, backslidden Christians, as opposed to those that were never believers to begin with. But yeah, very, very serious issue. Uh, Kate, you guys are so much fun. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you, Kate. <laughs> and Nicole, yes, we get together too. And yes, I would love to Zoom. Oh, Fantastic. There you go. Perfect. All right. We're all cut up. Um, the only thing I was going to say, uh, really that kind of struck me today is cause I had a conversation with, uh, uh my, not my oldest, I do have a, as the 26 year old daughter. Yes. And sometimes I say my oldest and I mean the, of the youngest, Oh, <laughs> the, the, the other four, because she's an adult and she's out of the house, oh, right. but Kelly and Ray were in the car and, uh, there was some, some song went on and I turned it and uh, it was about you know, some shenanigans and uh, they go, Oh, you could have kept that one on. And I, and I said something, well, no, I mean, it's just not, that's not necessary. I mean, there's so many other songs out there and you guys like listening to Christian music. So we'll just put, and they were, Oh, and then Kelly starts singing the Christian song. Like he knows all the words. Uh, And he says, well, then he comes back and says, you know, dad, you know, you don't, you can't act like you didn't go out and party when you were in high school and you didn't do these things when you were in high school. And that, you know, that's always, that's always the, they always go to thing. Um, But, um, and I know I've said this before, but I just, you know, you just have to keep repeating it. Just like what you were talking about with, you know, some issues that you wanted uh, to, to be better, that you just didn't give up. Like you were repetitive. (laughs) <laughs> repetitive and you keep saying as long as you don't change as long as you're not like one way one day and one way another day um but i just said you know son and it reminded me of what was the the, the tabernacle and and how he said you know you guys are you guys are stupid um and i said son i said you just you, you go to those things and sure you can have a good time i said just don't be the one who's getting drunk and, and drinking and and um you know swinging off the chandeliers and, you know, you're going to see people and you're thinking, I think that's fun. And said, I'm just, I'm here to tell you, even if I did do those things and I'm, and I know, and I can tell you that there's some things that I did that I'm not proud of, but my job is to share with you and try to can, you know, to try to get you to understand that I don't want you to end up like I did. Yeah. We're just trying to leave a legacy that's better than the one that was left us. Yeah. And, I, and then I said, then I went on to say, you know, I'm lucky to be maybe the one that's alive. I go, cause there's many of my, my high school friends that either were killed in high school because of falling out of the back of a truck when people used to ride in the back of a truck or um, took too many drugs and overdosed. Um, And then out of high school, the the, the people that were the most popular were soon to be dead because of in high school. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, and so I just, I said, I said, there's these, you see the movies of the partying and how fun it is. And, you know, maybe you'll see a movie where somebody dies, but they, what they try to do is show you how fun it is. I said, I'm, I'm, I just want to share with you, you can be the, you can be there in some cases. Sometimes you just need to leave, but you also don't need to be the one who they're looking at laughing at. You're going to be, you don't want to be the one that they're laughing at, you know, that's on the ground, you know, naked running through the park. Yes. <laughs> don't be that guy. And he goes, I get it. I understand. I, I mean, I like their our conversations when we're kind of alone. My time in the car with them was some of the best time because when they're there, they're not like necessarily the audience. And sometimes I have them one-on-one. And uh, we can have these discussions where, you know, they're not trying to act all tough in front of their siblings or a friend. And so it was, it ended, it was a good conversation. He goes, I get it. I understand what you're saying. And he goes, you don't, you think I would do that, dad? Like he just like, it was almost like he said, like, really, you think I'm going to go out there? Like he was like dumbfounded that I'm even you giving up that, that I'd have to worry about that. And uh, he's reminding me and that that's, he's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about Ray, Ray, Ray. <laughs> 
opportunity and maybe make different choices. But. Yes, but it's sir. I mean, I understand what he's saying there. I mean, that's the thing that I have to do with many things in the Bible is bring them to something that I could understand or something that I've experienced to the best of my ability. That's why I wrote a book called Walking with God and a Dog. My dog showed me an example of what Jesus did for us. My, my dog was beaten uh, nearly to death one day, dog training. They hit him with a stick. And then the, a couple of days later, he saved my life. Uh, the guy with the gun that was going to kill me that yeah. made, that I wrote uh, the story about in the book. And so for me, I need to have these examples like, okay, what can I see where and this that comes into play? you're relating to what example from the... The tabernacle, the people partying oh. that you're not getting okay. anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're still wanting. You still have the desire. What's the, the scripture say? Hold on. I lost my mouse. Um, oh, did we change it? No. No, we just got to go back to the Oh, Sorry. In the passage that talks about them leaving, but being dissatisfied. Yes. That that's not, you know, they had a really good time, but what did it, what did it give them? Nothing. What, what did they gain from it? Did they gain knowledge? Did they, you know, gain, um, you know, a, a, a friend that they can soar with like an eagle and not like a duck? <laughs> and did they get yeah. draw closer to God? Yeah which is what the feast was supposed to be. Yeah. It was supposed to be celebrating God in their lives. And it did nothing but full of carnality. Right. As Smith says, nakedness. Yes. They gained uh, a reputation. Yes. <laughs> they didn't gain anything positive. No. It's going to help them get the next position, you know, at the, yeah. the corporation because of what you did at the, the Christmas party. Did you ever go to any of those Christmas parties? I didn't because I never worked for an outside <laughs> firm in my career, like maybe for a couple of weeks or so. But right. yeah, I missed that whole phase. Probably <laughs> lucky for it. Right. Uh, let's see. Where are we on this? Good thing they didn't have Facebook when we were younger. No uh, kidding. Absolutely. And Snapchat. <laughs> And FaceTime, oh, I have to school my daughter on those issues. Mm. And they think they've got it all figured out. And you say, don't send pictures of yourself. And they say, oh, well, she would never do anything with that. Oh, God. Yeah. You say that now because you're friends. Yeah, you're tomorrow not you're friends. not. Exactly. How many, of the fr how many friends do these kids have right? that are no longer their friends? Exactly. I mean, they're almost, uh, you could say, enemies in many cases. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when they were friends, they wouldn't do it. But uh, everything changes. Uh, let's see. Nicole says this. We just lost an officer here in Hancock mm. County today, but they did find all the suspects. Yeah, I think I, I heard about that. Oh, really? Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a shooting. Yeah. Um, but there was it was either where Nicole is or it was um, another one. And there was one in Arizona, I believe, too. Um, yes. So we'll pray for him and his family. Yeah. Um, no, oh. the one that the story I heard, he did not. Uh, did we read the whole thing? No, I oh. didn't read any of it. I'm yeah. not going to read the second half, the eight, because it's a completely different passage with completely different topics. I don't, I think that may be a misprint. So I'm mm. going to just start with this one. Okay. So this is the scripture that goes to the Feast of Tabernacles. Therefore, many from the crowd, when they heard this saying, truly, this is the prophet. Others said, no, this is the Christ. But some said, will the Christ come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said that Christ comes from the seed of David and from the town of Bethlehem where David was? So there was a division among the people because of him, meaning Jesus. Now some of them wanted to take him, but no one laid hands on him. Then the officers came to the chief priests and the Pharisees who said to them, why have you not brought him? Or like brought him in. The officers answered, no man ever spoke like this man. 
Then the Pharisees <laughs> answered them, are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers of the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law is cursed. Nicodemus, who came to Jesus the night before, being one of them, said to them, does our law judge a man before it hears him and knows what he's doing? They answered and said to him, are you also from Galilee? Search and look, for no prophet has ever arisen out of Galilee. And everyone went to his own house. It's funny because, you know, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but, you know, they attribute him to be from Galilee. Interesting. Then Hebrews 4.12, very popular passage of scripture. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Yes. So you can't fake it with your praise hands and your life groups and Mm. your barbecues. And (laughs) God knows the reason. Wow. That really hits you. Doesn't it? Hits you right there. There. Oops, sorry. We do that. Between joints and marrow. (laughs) Just as he intends. Right. You know, we would talk about Jack, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs last night, his message last night at Calvary Chapel, but um, we got a little sleepy <laughs> watching it. <laughs> well, we got- Not that it was boring. We didn't watch it until late because we were busy until like nine or 10 o'clock. And- 10 when we started. Ten- oh, 10 when we started it? Yeah. So it's, it's not Jack's fault. So Jack, if you see this, we're not uh, saying that you're boring. I don't know what made you come out and say that. Well, because I, and people were, what happened last night at church? And now we're not saying because oh. we didn't watch the whole thing. Like we don't have a lot of, we don't have a lot of, he really liked the worship. I remember good. that, but uh, I don't remember. I mean, we didn't get through it. So I don't know what the entire message was. So I'm just confessing. Okay. Remember, I'm a, I was born and, and raised a Catholic. Okay. <laughs> used, to, used to confessing. So I want to talk about really quick before we sign off here is, uh, oh, let's see what hooked on Jesus says here. Oh, you know, I'm going to get rid of this frame while we're doing the comments because it just, it's hard to see the comments. Okay. So Uh, do you believe that the Pharisees actually knew who Jesus was? Good question. Of course, like, you know, like Nicodemus, mm -hmm. um, he did believe in Christ, but I think, I think some of them, did and didn't want to lose their positions. And so they denied him and uh, they couldn't deny his miracles. And I, I love when they say, well, you know, you're doing this by the power of Beelzebub of Satan. And he's like, well, if I was doing that and just trying to destroy the house of Satan, a house divided against itself cannot stand. It was like a great response saying like, how could I be from the devil and trying to destroy the devil's you know, house? Why would the devil do that to himself? <laughs> and um, they were like, hmm? Uh, oh, so, you got, you got yeah, a point. This is, you got a point on your head, nose. Is it? Where is it? A point on your head. It's, you got a, you got a point on your head. I think. He used to say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's. I think that's a mixed answer. I think some did and hit it, and some really didn't. I mean, do they have eyes to see and ears to hear? Some are permanently blocked. But mm. They just aren't open to receive it. Yeah, I think there were a lot. I was going to say what you said, and that was that there were a lot, but, you know, they knew that if they <clears throat> believed, they may have to give up their position as, as leader, and, and they would lose the money, the money and the fame and the accolades and the adoring crowd. Yes. That's powerful. Because they had set themselves up as intermediaries, mm. that, the, that the people had to give their sin offering to them. And they would provide it to God. 
And to do away with that whole system is doing away with the whole, their whole priestly class. Wow. The ego. Ego. Ego is a dangerous, dangerous thing. thing. We, I think that's obviously what's going on with Hillsong, if I may bring yes, them in. I actually asked our associate pastor about that. I was like, so look at um, Brian Houston. Was he never a Christian? And that's when he gave me this. So we should we explain who Hillsong is just in case? I mean, anybody doesn't know uh, the leader <laughs> of uh, Hillsong, Brian Houston, and apparently his father had problems too, um, has been outed as quite corrupt and uh, engaged in various episodes of debauchery. And um, he quit, fired, whatever, maybe he resigned, resigned. And I asked, and so I'm kind of, meditating on this concept of being a backslidden Christian versus never having the indwelling of the Holy spirit and, and really trying to appreciate the concept of eternal security that once you receive the Holy spirit, God doesn't revoke it. And so all of these scriptures about um, obedience and holiness that God's calling us to, what does that mean in the life of a Christian who has received the Holy spirit and so the associate pastor at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills was trying to explain to me the difference between being backslidden as opposed to never having faith. And so I said, well, how do you take someone like Brian Houston, who seemingly gave his whole, you know, adult life to preaching the gospel? And he says, but the question is, what kind of Jesus? What was his definition of Jesus? What was his definition of the gospel? Was he preaching a version of the gospel? Was it a version of Jesus, and he, and he gave me the example, which of course makes total sense to me because I used to be a Muslim. Well, if you ask Muslims about Jesus, they say, we love Jesus. Jesus was a prophet. So you have to define what you mean by Jesus. Did you give yourself over to him as your Lord and Savior? Did you make him Lord of your life? Did you repent? Did you turn from your sinful ways? And does your life reflect the turning and the rebuking and counseling and advocating of the Holy Spirit. And if not, then you could live your whole life preaching a version of the gospel, but you never receive the Holy Spirit. So when you turn away, like the false brethren that Paul refers to, and that Jesus says, you know, uh, when they will approach him, that he will say, um, depart from me, I never knew you. We said, we cast out demons in your name. We preached, you know, we preached your name and we cast out demons in your name and we healed the sick. And he says, depart from me. I never knew you. So though they are able to utilize the power of Jesus's name, they were not, um, they were not believers. They Mm. weren't true believers. Kate says. Oh, wow. Australia. Yeah. Huh? Two of my sons trained through Hillsong. What bothered me is that he never apologized until he was caught. Oh, goodness. Not only did he not apologize, but if you read the, if you watch the Dateline uh, documentary on it, it's just horrific what even the associate pastors were doing to people. Um, it's very sad. Yep. Very, very sad. Kate says she was raised a Catholic too. Yes. It's like me. That's what we have in common. All the way around the other, the world, the other side of the earth. The other side of the earth. <laughs> uh, it is. It truly is. I, yep. I'm not as shocked about Brian Houston as I was about Ravi Zacharias. I mean, like, the man was a legend. Huge. A legend and a seemingly pillar of righteousness. Mm. And his teaching was so profound. And to think that he was so far gone. Yeah. (laughs) It's really disturbing. 
Hmm. Yes. In that case, you know, God uses us, right? I think God was using them even in his debauchery. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. Is, Through is his that, debauchery, I okay, guess. Okay, so done. Brian Houston, you say, was preaching a version of the gospel. Maybe he was never a believer, a real believer, hmm. but Ravi Zacharias? I don't know if any of us can ever say that Ravi Zacharias was not preaching the full counsel of God. I mean, his, you listen yeah. to his lectures. He was, he was pretty intense. So maybe he had just become such a backslidden Christian that hmm. it was despicable. Wow. Like, I don't know. It was, wow. Who are we to judge? But God knows what he saw when he took his last breath. Mm. Nicole. Oh, here's yes. just to pay her girls to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> they had settlement agreements with a lot of them. Oh, my quiet. gosh. Gag orders, all kinds of craziness. <clears throat> Nicole says. I have three friends at Bible study who were raised Catholic. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of people in church also that were raised Catholic. Yeah. At our church, seemingly, we have a lot more Muslims that are now Christians too. Yes. Then we then you did you know that there were that many that it was um, I as I, they begin to add up. I mean, there's like three or four just that came out came out to us on yes. that one service. Yes. Those are the so. ones that I am familiar with that somebody else has mentioned to me mm. before. But um, I'd be curious if there'll be more. What did Samson say that he and his brother is it uh, Somalia? No. Uh, Nigeria. 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 Oh, them I did not know. Them oh, I did not know. Yeah. We have two Nigerian brothers that look like they're twins, but they're different in age. Maybe um, like 20, 20 ish, 21. I never heard from him. 19. By the way. Oh. Yeah. They'll get to it. Um, Nicole says this one I got behind. I truly believe that's part of the supernatural God. He can use anyone for his name. See, but Nicole, there's the there's the difficulty is that some people who are using God's name for their own personal benefit, like so if you juxtapose Brian Houston to Ravi Zacharias, you could say, okay, well, some people may be using preaching a false gospel, a false teacher, a false Jesus, uh, because it was a prosperity gospel, it was a don't worry, grace covers everything gospel, as opposed to somebody like Ravi, who from his outward appearance was preaching the full counsel of God. So uh, at what end of the spectrum can you say, well, that prob person probably does not have eternal security as opposed to a backslidden Christian? I mean, it's mm. God only knows, but. Wow. Even though they were a counterfeit. Yes. Uh, Kate says. I reckon money, power, and public adoration destroy people's heart, mm. which is a sh which is a shame because you'd hope that wouldn't be the case that you could still love Jesus and still preach the gospel, and that money wouldn't corrupt you. Yeah, you would think that like Jack with Jack. I mean, he he started in his house yeah. with you know ten people exactly, and uh, and now he's. This, I mean, it's all over the world. Right. People in church other countries are holding church service in their living room, watching him on the TV. Yes. Uh, we have three services that are standing room only in an overflow um, of four to 5,000 people at yes. this church. Um, my point being is that all this is happening and he's, is is he's just so happy the amount to the amount of people that are so interested in, in hearing from the Bible. And maintained his humility yep. and integrity. And 
He didn't, he hasn't, he hasn't moved. He said, he's not going to move to another state. You know, he could surely move to another state and start a new church and get a big old gigantic house and, uh, you know, do whatever he wants. Kick it. I mean, he's interviewing people like Mike Pompeo at our church and, yeah. you know, uh, Charlie Kirk and some of the bigger names and, uh, you know, has a connection all the way to the president of the United, United States, the real president, not the one that's in the White House right now. And um, and yet you wouldn't know it. You see him in the parking lot. He drives by. He comes out and says hi after service. He's, yeah. He walks he walks through people and people don't even stop him. Yeah. He, I mean, is that he's just it's it's so great to see that because you can see how quickly he could easily. Uh, yeah. Go sideways, and yet he doesn't. Susan says, <laughs> "Take like a game show." Hi, Susan. Yes, <laughs> I was raised Catholic too. When I was in first grade, I used to make up sins to tell the priest so the nun wouldn't get <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, Susan, what are some of those sins that you made up? <laughs> I like, want to know what those were. In first grade, too. <laughs> yeah. Jack's heart is not puffed up. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Susan says, hi, Hedia. So so earlier she was talking to me. Now she's going to include you in the conversation. Just kidding. (laughs) Hey, you had an article come out today. An amazing article. Oh, thank you. It's it's, uh, it's, It's actually one of my favorites. It's it's so close to my heart. Yes. Every I bit of it. You You did. It was so awesome. It's about our schools and parental and parental rights. And it's entitled, Will You Join the Parental Rights Movement? I guess I could put it up on the screen really quick so y'all could see it. Y'all. And I'll put a link in the um, in the chat so you can get to it and click on it very easily. So here is the article. Uh, again, um, Will You Join the Parental Rights Movement? Uh, talking about um, charter schools and why... But, you know, just kind of tell a little bit about what the government's doing and why they're playing the games that they're playing with the money. Well, because they know charter schools are an option of the parental rights movement, which I described as this loose conglomeration of Christians, conservatives, anti-vaxxers, angry parents that have no religion or no political affiliation. And they're just people that are angry at what the schools are teaching and doing to our children and the lack of uh, medical freedom, the lack of educational integrity and the introduction of communist Marxist ideals, um, the pushing of over-sexualized health education, just this conglomeration of people that are fighting back. 19 states have issued legislation to, mm. to allow more parental oversight over a curriculum. And so part of that push is for charter schools. So what the feds did is they put in the grant uh, application a requirement to show need based on the occupancy levels in public schools, which everybody knows is down. So it's Mm -hmm. very hard to establish need based on the public school occupancy. And second, to require that they will ensure diversity in their student body and in their teachers. And that, of course, really disadvantages lower income minority communities that are not diverse, but are serving communities that otherwise would not get a higher quality of education that charter schools often offer. Uh, provide. Mm. And so it's just another attack against this movement to try to limit its effectiveness. Great article. I put it in the chat, the links in the chat. So just click on it. If you're listening to the podcast and don't see it in the uh, description of the podcast, just go to the Christian post, not the Christian, go to christianpost.com, christianpost.com and type in Hedia's name and you should be able to find it fairly easily. There's not another person, I think that writes for the Christian post with the name Idea. So <laughs> you should be okay. Um, 
So I think we can't we can't go away without talking about Disney. Disney. Uh, well, first of all, Florida uh, passed a bill of parental rights. Yes. The one they call the you can't say gay, which there's nothing in the bill that says anything about gay. It just says you can't teach sex education to kindergartners. I think the fifth grade. Like you need a law to do that, really. We never needed a law for this kind of shenanigans, but it's because people are doing it and parents, and they're not telling parents about it and they're doing it behind their back, behind closed doors. And, uh, you know, those kids that age are really, it's not in their purview. Is that a good word for that? Yeah. <laughs> but, and we don't want it to be in their purview. No, uh, they're supposed to be eating paste. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, graham crackers. And, Fighting over crayons. Right. All right. Play like who was the best handball player. Right. And then they're going to go to the classroom and learn, uh, you know, sexual gender, bi- non-binary. And can you imagine just the like, poor, confused five-year-olds that are like, oh wait, gosh. they're not just boys and girls? Like, they're not boys and girls anymore? Like, can you imagine no. how strange that so must stupid. be for some of them that are walking being like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, there's more than boys and girls? Why right. didn't my mom tell me this? Like, right. like, okay, so what else is there? There's half boy, half girl, half girl, half goat. Like, So here comes California, California-based uh, company, Disney Corporation, which has obviously a property in Florida. And, uh, and really, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, most people that are speaking against it are here living here in California. And they're demanding that the, the bill be repealed. And... Um, the Florida. And this is Disneyland. Disney. Disney World. <laughs> Disney World. Disney. Disney Tokyo. Um, Disney everything that you could that you you never did this because you were a fan of Disney movies, right? Is that? Oh, I went, yeah. Oh. But uh, I mean, I remember times where you would just put in a VCR tape of, uh, you know, Cinderella. And you'd set the kid Little down, mermaid. you'd give him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and say, I'm, Two I'm hours. yeah, I was, I'll see you later. <laughs> dad's got things to do <laughs> and you use the disney movie as a babysitter is it's a trusted babysitter oh, yes. but we can't trust disney we can't trust disney to be a babysitter anymore <laughs> they're, they're a are sexual they predator are they changing the car their, yeah. their class okay so then somebody comes on they get a video somebody of course oh, like you're saying like you were saying we say to our kids there's always going to be somebody videotaping something. They're videotaping the executives at Disneyland. One of them is the one who is responsible for producing every show that Disney puts out. And she goes, for the longest time, I've been able to just do whatever I want and put queer things in every one of our shows and movies. And they're always in the background, two boys kissing. You know, I'm not quoting her exactly, but queer is definitely a, a thing that she puts something queer in every presentation, every movie, everything that she put, touches to make sure that it's in there as many times as she could get it in there. And she says, and none of the executives say That's anything. That's why some of those Disney shows, and my daughter to this day says, you never let me watch Jesse and Hannah Montana. And some of those shows now, you watch them, and there are same-sex couples that are in, six years old. Mm. Like when they talk, when they, they, they were usually shows about boys and girls starting to like each other. And I would tell my daughter, I didn't want her watching them because I'm like, you shouldn't be thinking about being in a relationship with a boy when you're 10. You know what I mean? They were, they were overly sexualized mm-hmm. and they were advanced for the age that they were supposed to be targeting. Well, now they're introducing same sex relationships at that same age. Right. Even in the latest cartoon that came out, which I can't remember the name of it. And uh, so I canceled Disney plus. I, I broke the news to the kids. 
you know, I can't, I can't say what I say and do what I do and teach what I teach and be president of the California Parent Alliance and, and not do it. I know you, the guys laugh at me. <laughs> I canceled Netflix and I canceled uh, uh, Disney Plus now. Disney Plus, I, I get. I support yeah. the whole Disney. Okay, good. Boycotting Disney Plus. <laughs> I got to I gotta say. And Amazon. I had to buy a book on Amazon the other day. I have, that's the only thing you have to do. You have to buy a book on it, but nothing else. I will, I never buy anything on Amazon. I go straight to the company. I, um, I cannot give up. Because I can't, I can't, I can't be saying what I'm saying and not do not, not walk the walk. You know, you gotta walk the walk. Uh, yeah, but this walk. Disney is, I mean, if I, <laughs> if I were to take any of them back and go back to Netflix or ship from, or buy, <laughs> I said ship with a P, <laughs> buy stuff <laughs> from uh, Amazon. But not I. Disney's dead to me. I started the hashtag Disney is dead to me. Hashtag Disney is dead with me. <laughs> when I first did it the first time, I think there were like ten. Now there's hundreds. Nice. Yes. Um, but wait, can um, we get to hook yes. Go ahead. Jesus's yeah. comment. I was oh. trapped in a woman's body for nine months. Thanks, mom. Can you explain these comments? <laughs> yeah, I want to know that one. <laughs> I need to know that one. Uh, and good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Clap hands. I broke the news to them and they weren't that happy about it. And then I just explained to them. Well, the the, the boy. What? (laughs) What? The one that's addicted to 15 hours a day of Disney. I I always tell, though, of course, you will thank me when you're a parent. You will come back to me and say, you know what? Now I get it. Now I understand what you're, what you were saying. When you're a kid in kindergarten and fifth grade, like I said, there's there's a lot of other things you need to be focused on. You, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, learn to wipe your butt, <laughs> change your socks, you know, make your oh, bed. <laughs> I don't yeah. want them learning how to do things, boy to boy or whatever. I mean, even it's even heterosexual stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what the, the Ron DeSantis says. I don't, I don't care. It's, this has nothing to do with gay. This has nothing to do with LGBTQ. That's we true. should not be teaching kids sex education at kindergarten. Yeah, no, my daughter had to go through it in fifth grade, and I was disturbed. Mm. Mm. At a Christian school. Wow. Yes. Hooked on Jesus says you're a funny guy. He uh, <laughs> Hooked on Jesus, you repeated the comment, but I still don't understand what it means. I was I trapped was in a woman's body for nine months. Thanks, mom. Was that like it was, was pregnant when she was young? That's what I thought. He was, I mean, yeah, he's not, not pregnancy, he. but what does he mean by what? Oh, I'm as a he. He, yeah, he, <laughs> it's hooked on Jesus is a he. Oh, and I he forgot. Was trapped in a woman's body. Oh, I think you're making like a transgender joke. Oh, uh, yes. Trapped in a woman's body. Oh, for nine months. Yes. That is so funny, Hooked on Jesus. We, <laughs> we, we're not that slow usually, but. <laughs> I just wanted to know if that's what he meant. I am usually slow. I'm, I'm slow on the uptake. I don't get jokes. I don't really have a very good sense of humor. Oh my gosh. I told this joke once. Okay. Now this is an off color joke. Can I tell an off color joke? Do I have permission? It depends. So there's this big earthquake in Mexico Uh, during the Obama administration. Do you remember it? uh Uh-huh. There's a huge earthquake. And there, (laughs) and there was a, a, Is the Holy Spirit prompting you? No, there was a post that there was a poster, you know, I wrote (laughs) that said, and I said, Oh, did you hear Obama's deporting hundreds of Mexicans back to Mexico to replace the ones they lost during the earthquake? (laughs) I know that's not funny, but (laughs) but the funny part. (laughs) 
so sorry. The funny part was uh-huh. that that people close to me were wondering, oh my gosh, I didn't hear that. Did he have to like pass a bill? Oh. Or wow, that's I've never, you know, did he it, it was they were convinced that what I told them was true. I go, no, it was a, I was kidding. I was joking. Oh, sorry. That just reminded me of that thing. I should, never should have said that. You should have never given me permission to share that. I didn't. Yeah, my, my, yeah, the yes, please go ahead never came out of my mouth. I gave you the look. I even said, did the Holy Spirit prompt you not to tell the joke? But it was back in the Obama. I was I was definitely not close to Jesus during the, during the Obama uh, period of my life. Um, all right. So. Uh, hooked on Jesus said, catch up, guys. Yes. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, we're busy. I got pushing <laughs> buttons. I'm finding links to share in the comments. There's a I don't have time to to to, to think about your jokes. I have enough to, hard hard enough time keeping up with my jokes. Not when not to say them. Right. Thanks a lot for stopping me, Hedia. Uh, Susan says her mom was glad when she funked civil <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, and there's the ha ha. All right. Um, how can I make up for that? Uh, what? <laughs> yours. Just really quick. You had mentioned that you were at um, Calvary Chapel today. Yes. Just kind of like a little side little thing that yes. you did there. And um, you met with uh, Pastor Dennis. Who, and official it, volunteer on the follow-up team. You were grilled. Very excited. Apparently, they grilled the people that work at that church. Yeah. I mean, it's no joke. You are a representation of Pastor Jack Hibbs, and they expect you to behave like it. They hook you up it to was, a polygraph? No, and I don't. <laughs> well, Jesus is the polygraph, right? <laughs> That's what they are, they're thinking. They, well, they're hoping. Yeah. So they said that he, you know, he said, I'm sorry. I know you had this podcast and, you know, we do this for everyone. I have to take you through the ethics. Uh, I have to ask you doctrine and ethics. And I said, no problem. I, it, you know, that's perfectly fine. And he said, you know, it may take a little while. And I said, you know, I've been through this in a polygraph probably six times, which took over two hours each time. And I said, and I was hooked up to electrodes all over my body. So this is this is fine compared to that. And he's like, oh, maybe we should do that next time. Like, maybe we should add that to the repertoire. And I was like, oh, goodness grief. Please don't. But it was, uh, it was, first of all, he's an extremely intelligent person. I Hats off to him. He's just brilliant. Uh, and listening and having him go through these issues, doctor doctrine by doctrine of what it means to be a member of that church, first of all, was an honor and a pleasure, but also the questions that they asked me and, and that they ask everybody. So mm. I have a newfound respect for ushers because it would have had to have gone even, this. Even. even the ones that have been not so nice to us. <laughs> yes, even those guys. I can't wait to wear my badge. Be like, no, 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 no. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you walk right past them and you should throw it over your shoulder <laughs> but it's uh it's 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 impressive mm. that's the way i would describe it it was impressive very good congratulations thank you i know that makes you happy it really that does. was really one of the things that you wanted to make sure and accomplish yes that has been kind of like eating at you little yeah. digging at you the Lord has just been nonstop poking at me, poking at me. And I just was, because I kept rationalizing to myself, why do they need me? Such a big church, so many people, why do they need me? And so, I mean, it is yet to be seen what divine appointments uh, that will come of it. But how many people are saying that? Are saying what? 
what you were saying. About the but they need me. Yeah. Got enough people. Exactly. And the church is bulging. Then you hear, did you hear me tell, tell the people how many, how many uh, visitors they have on a, on a Sunday? Thousands. Thousands. You don't think they need help? Yeah. There you go. They need everybody. Well, it's exciting. I'm excited. Anybody that can pass that. And I'm on the follow-up team. If anybody else wants to join anybody that's local and the follow-up team helps um, pastor Dennis, when there's altar calls, you see all the people coming up to the front at, during an altar call, we go in the back and help them provide them a new Bible, have them fill out a visitor card, uh, basically ask if they need any prayer, any questions that they have, and basically get, get them connected with the resources of the church. Very good. Is, yeah. And it's something I have a heart for, new believers. Awesome. All right. Anything else, my love? No, I think that's it. You know, we do have that one thing. All I mean, right. I mean, you got Pastor Jack. He was like interviewed you and went to number nine in the world on his podcast on His That's podcast in the number nine out of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of other podcasts. <laughs> but we are but be, before that, we were one of the five most. Recommended. Recommended. I'm supposed to do the out of five. Okay. Because, because you, you always, always do this. <laughs> the Edify Christian Podcast Network. Check it out. Subscribe. <laughs> totally bless us. It's entirely free. This is how you do it. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. No, you were banging your hand the other day and I had to, that I had to put your, my hand over here and then you stopped. Hi. Banging your hand instead? No, no, no. Well, Andy it, says I bang the table. Uh, today you didn't at all. Not not once. I don't I remember. ever remember banging the table. Yes. I sometimes. think you're projecting. <laughs> no, because I know not to bang the table because they can hear it on the mic. It rattles the, the mic. So that's why. Anyways, uh, Kate has a question. Yes, yeah, a good one. Do we have many Christian families divided over vaccines in the United States? Absolutely. Well, Yes, absolutely. And not just Christian families. We because our conglomeration of anti-vaccine people are not just Christians. So there are a lot of families divided about the vaccine. My mom occasionally asks us about it. And I was like, no. And then we move on to another topic. Mm. But I know some people are not that gracious <laughs> or allowing the the freedom to make individual choices. So it's it's unfortunate. My doctor. um you know, was mad at me because I wouldn't get the vaccine. And I go, dude, you're a doctor. You don't know anything about uh, natural immunity. That's never, you didn't have that class <laughs> thing. And then today, even the the little dwarf guy, what's his name? The dwarf, uh, Fauci. Fauci. Oh, I was going to say, see, you just banged the table. Fauci. Uh, <laughs> oh, now you're going to be watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I know you do it all the time. Well, we can't both be doing it. Uh, Fauci had to admit that um, that uh, natural immunity is is essential. It's a thing. Is, is a thing. Um, and then a video. You, you used a politically incorrect comment by saying the D word. What did I say? Dwarf. Oh, do, no, dwarf is okay. 
His midget's not okay. Laughing. They're gonna kick so, you off the team. So, so I thought this was a little person. Okay, little person. Not him. Not him. Not him. Okay. Um, he's a little tyrant. Um, but uh, a video came out of him when he was probably in his early 40s, maybe late 30s, where he's talking, he's going, How dumb are people? She doesn't have to get another flu shot if she's had it. She's immune. She goes, the immunity is the best. They, they require flu shots every year. The Fauci's telling the story. I, mean, I don't know. It's an interview where he's, he's given so this thing. Well, that's what other people say. They say, once you've had it in some, some strains, I guess at the time. Oh, okay. And he was like, just like, just like going, how stupid is that woman? Like even this video is him. Wow. I, I shared it on my social media, I gotta find but it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're such a prolific poster. It's hard to find stuff. I just scroll for hours. Hello. <laughs> Look, hooked on Jesus okay. as a fan. Hooked on Jesus. Uh, uh, Andy, get, get some, some sleep, sleep brother. brother. You're hilarious. <laughs> I do. I am so. How do you know that I was so tired? Probably because I could barely keep my eyes open. Uh, but last night was a bad night. An hour maybe max of Aww, sleep. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a tough one. I don't know why. Is it the birds chirping outside? <laughs> and it's just I heard everything. With the, with the door open, so the birds were chirping. I, I heard the, the watch thing was working. <laughs> <laughs> She bought me this watch thing that moves your watch every so often to make sure that it, it makes it so that it stays wound. Yes. What do they call that? It's a perpetual motion yes. watch. So it's a perpetual I, motion the, the watch. I got um, and during the day, you know, like a clock, you can't hear the, a clock or the watch winder during the day. But man, when you're trying to sleep, it sounds Sorry. like it sounds like construction. <laughs> and the watch is like, poof, poof, poof. oh. <laughs> I heard that. Then you're, but it's too cold, and you're thinking, "Well, I'm going to fall asleep, so I don't want to get up because I'm almost there." And then you don't, and then it goes. Hooked <laughs> on Jesus, catch up, brother. He's like, did you just call out your door? Okay. Wait, on more serious topics. Kate is saying she's banned from seeing her grandchildren. I'm mm. so sorry to hear that. That is terrible because you're the oh, one because that's of in the risk class and they're banning the children who are not at risk <laughs> from seeing you is extremely unfortunate yeah i'm sorry to hear that oh uh, thank you kate i'm sorry to hear about your grandchildren that's the that things that the things that uh, this political because you, you say we can't it's not even covid it's 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 these political tyrants <laughs> And the differences and the because hatred. Because you never get. went to somebody's house and they said, did you get your measles and rubella shot? No. Because if not, you're not coming to Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> and measles was much more prominent than uh, than most diseases. Probably not more co common than COVID, but maybe at some point it was. But nobody required a vaccine card before you came to Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. It's just politicized. You're right. And you got, uh, um, uh, what's her name? The spokesperson at the White House. Um, Saki. Yeah, Jen Saki. Yeah, Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> See, you can call her a name. But that's not a politically incorrect name, Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> it's going to be. It's not the D word. <laughs> Democrat. Um, she's been boosted and now she has COVID for the second time. It's so weird. <laughs> they, they say people that get the vaccine are more likely to get, they may not die because of the vaccine but they seem to be getting it easier well i gotta tell you that's when i stopped taking the flu shot mm. because when um that whole influenza a and b were running around and i got a flu shot i had 
A, and then after I got the flu shot, I got B. So I was like, oh, that's it. I'm not doing right. that anymore. I, I stopped taken- taking the flu shot because of that. It's been maybe over. I felt like I was the sickest I had been in my entire life that year. I got the shot. Yep. Oh, I'm leaning out of the frame again. Yeah. I, I, we never did fix it. Um, yeah. I think uh, 15 years ago was the last time I got a flu shot. Right. And they, they tricked me. It was something I was in there for something else. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, Wait, they, that, didn't they do that to you at Kaiser too? When you yes. Were COVID, uh, oh, you know, you're right. Shot. You absolutely right. I forgot about that. They wouldn't let you leave. I was like groggy. Like I was like, and then they said, we're going to give you yeah. the flu shot. Okay. <laughs> no. And they already gave it to me. I was like, no, stop. All right. We got to go. Yes. Is that why you're tapping me? Or do you have an itch on your leg? I'm itchy. <laughs> we already did the, we already did the edify, right? Yes. We did. All right. So we're good. So we're good to go. All right, my friends. We love you guys. What do we got Thank coming you up? so much. Thank you so much for watching. God bless and have a wonderful <laughs> rest of your evening. Andy's getting uh, punchy. I am. All right. Love you guys. God bless. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thanks for watching Hooked on Jesus.